Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. My name is Ron Pashery, columnist for TJRWrestling.net. Here once again with my good friend Aaron Lloyd, Alo, as we like to call him around Halo. here. Alo. We'd like to welcome back to the show Joey Rods. The Joey newly hitched Joey Rods. Yes. Yeah, I'm a couple pounds heavier. My wallet's a lot lighter. I'm back. Got those handcuffs Looking on. Looking beautiful. You got a nice tan going, I yeah, see. Yeah, a beautiful tan. I was, I was golden. It's rare for you, right? Got, Extremely rare. Got the handcuff on your finger. This thing is after layers of peeling. <laughs> He's got the handcuff one on his ring finger. Yep. <laughs> La- layers of peeling first, and then really? it, I, I became golden. I was, Were you tanning before you went down in preparation? You noticed. I did. I tried. I wasn't sure. I tried to beat the sun, but that Mexican sun, the, right, right near the equator. Nothing you could do? It was brutal. <laughs> I was wearing a towel in the pool <laughs> over my shoulders to try and combat, combat the sun. So were you at any point there, you were pretty sunburned, I guess? Oh, definitely. I'd, was it all... My ears were peeling, that's how. Really? Yeah. But no, I didn't see anything in the wedding photos that would indicate I covered it up pretty sunburn. well. Good. I'm glad that you did. <laughs> I knew with your background, you'd be able to work around you know. it. You well, you congr- learn to improvise. You learn to improvise. You <laughs> yeah. do things. Well, congratulations. It's great to have you back. We mi- you were very you were very missed while you were gone. Yeah. So it's good to have you back you this know, week. You know I'm the Marty Jannetty of the team. <laughs> you <laughs> you are. Miss me. You've always been the Marty Jannetty of the team. That's kind of bad. <laughs> we have payback this week coming up on Sunday. We have Raw we're going to discuss as well. We have NXT before we get to that. I, well, I'm going to cut you off, but okay. I'm in a great mood today. All right. Why is that? Today, Ron, is a special day okay. in wrestling history. Oh, no. Today is the day that David freaking Arquette, bro, <laughs> was on the cover of the USA Today with the, w- with the WCW Championship, bro. So yesterday was a year from the day he won it, right? And today is today the USA Today. was the next today. day when he was on the USA Today. And that, what does that mean when you get on the cover of USA Today? Check the ratings, bro. <laughs> <laughs> The ratings, I'm sure, were... I don't know how good they were for Nitro that next must be, Probably not that must good. must be stellar. You have David Arquette as your champion. Brilliant. Brilliant writing. Yeah, it probably wasn't... Well, we all know that was not the best idea. I think I saw a headline for that that said the day WCW died. <laughs> it wasn't even the best movie. No. It he, was pin, not. he pinned Eric Bischoff, bro. <laughs> Uh, I don't. <laughs> you see, you seem dis- disappointed. I don't and, and, hate and Vince Russo the way a lot of people do. I mean, he's obviously got his faults, and he's obviously made his mistakes. I think he did a lot, really well. I think a lot of people forget that, and I think he has a good a good mind for some of these things. But he has no control sometimes. No, but it was too it was too little too late to save that company anyway. Yeah, there was nothing you could, was do. Nothing you could do. I definitely don't blame Vince Russo for the death. It was already sinking ship. Yeah. I, there's a lot of other people I he, blame. He was yeah. duct taping the hull. Yeah. It was going <laughs> yes. down either way. <laughs> well, I guess we'd be remiss if we didn't mention the passing of Joni Lauer, better known as China. See what we did there WWE? <laughs> something you didn't. <laughs> I feel like we were all very big DX DX guys. I know I personally had influence in my life from Degeneration X. I was an angry, misguided teenager when DX came around. Definitely doing some crotch chopping in your time. I did my fair share of crotch chopping. But I think their their whole mentality of like you said in your promo, you make the rules and we will break them. I was, I became a very rebellious kid. I was influenced a lot by the things that they did. I felt like I can push back 
against somebody trying to tell me what to do or tell me what to wear. I wasn't going to let anybody think they were better. <laughs> um, I, like I said, I took a lot of influence from her, and China was a huge part she, of that. She was a big part of that staple. And yeah, I don't know if she got credit for as big of a part of it as she was at the time. I know everybody now. First woman in the Rumble. For, she's gorilla King pressing the, men. First woman in the King of the Ring. First woman intercontinental champion. We talk a lot about women's wrestling on this show. You said one of the main reasons you even watch Raw is for the women. Yeah. Um, she was kind of what we're talking about now 15 years ago. It was just unfortunate that there was nobody else really on par with her. She, They said she didn't even want to win the women's championship yeah. because... She was kind of like, I'm too, I'm too much for that. Yeah, she, it was a shoot. she even said it on TV. Yeah, she did. So your feelings on Degeneration X, your feelings on China's contributions. Well, she was, like I said, she was a big part of that stable. Um, China, like first woman in the Royal Rumble. She set some of the groundwork to where we're at now, some of the future where we're seeing women more respected in wrestling, more taking more bumps, being out there. Um, Degeneration X was huge. I mean, a huge part of the attitude era. You, you could argue all you want with that, but that's just the truth of the matter. I loved when they just took their um, their uh, tank down the WCW <laughs> or out front and you know calling out. Oh yeah. So that actually leads me to another point. I liked DX when it was Triple H at the head. It was the New Age Outlaws and X Pac along with China. That was fine. And I am aware that Rick Rude was a charter member of DX, but I always viewed DX as HBK, Triple H, and China. And the fact that she was almost like Roman Reigns was the enforcer of the Shield, she was the enforcer of DX, and they were your champion and the guy who would become the game. Yeah, and she was a huge part in the game's life until he decided to trade up a little bit. Yeah, well, that's a shame. I felt WWE could have done a little more. Last night on Raw, oh, they could have done something. I don't. Did Did you feel like they did enough on Raw last night? Well, me being, I remember the day China left. Well, they didn't resign China, right? Because she left immediately after Georgian Day two thousand one, after she beat Lita in the women's championship match. Mm-hmm. You didn't hear from her again. They didn't mention the women's championship or nothing. They didn't bring the women's championship back until Survivor Series two thousand one later that year, and. Like, I never stopped watching, and to my knowledge, they've never, ever mentioned China. Again. Again. No. Since then. Since, she, since 2001. She became irrelevant. It was like, they erased her. Yeah. The books almost. Initially. Like, kind of like A.J. Lee. Yeah. But this was 2001. <laughs> yeah. Before they were that petty. Yeah. But China, no doubt, was way ahead of her time. The thing I love about China, you knew China was there. When... She would accompany the Outlaws, Xbox, Triple H to the ring. The camera would pay a, a lot of attention to China. Oh, she was always a part of the story that was being yeah, told. Yeah, especially with Triple H. It was essentially a handicap match. And the way they... Eighth, pro- eighth wonder of the world. <laughs> <laughs> and I got I to gotta give kudos, kudos to Triple H for coming up, the, coming up with the idea of having a woman as his bodyguard. That was, a, that was great. And back to China being, being so relevant... The things they would do to make sure she wasn't a factor in matches, Sergeant Slaughter would handcuff her to the handcuffer. <laughs> she, was the she was up in the cage at Unforgiven yeah, yeah. 98. <laughs> they had her rip the bars off the cage. They portrayed her. Be- a superhuman almost. She's a superhuman as a, as a, what would they call her? An Amazon. Yeah. And she drew so much, and she was so over. 
I remember the first time they had her talk. She played Incredible Hulk a little later in her career. <laughs> <laughs> the first time they had her talk, the, resp- the the crowd loved it. Even when um they had the corporate rumble against with, with the corporation DX, he would be number thirty in the rumble, and right. Vince thought he won. And they had China come out because he thought there was no members of DX yeah. left, and China won. The crowd lost it. <laughs> she was the first one to be in the, in the rumble, first one in the King of the Ring, first IC champion, and she also paved the way for that kind of a look of a woman. Like, you don't see many of those kind of women. The only woman I can think of is Beth Phoenix, but she's not that tall. And the other one's probably Awesome Kong, but she was built different. Especially back then, they were all models. Yeah. They weren't, like, legit in-ring performers. Yeah, 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 China, she wasn't, she was okay in the ring, but she could hold her own for the most part. A lot of... Well, and when she was in there with most of the men she was in there with, it wasn't unbelievable. You you could buy. You believe she idea. would win, yes. Right. Because and then a lot of things people don't remember. Like her, she had a few with Chris Jericho over the Intercontinental Title. <laughs> so that one of my favorite things I saw in all of this, you know, people were posting pictures, videos, gifts of all this different stuff. The one of her hitting Jericho with the IC title mm-hmm. when he was on the ring apron, and he falls off the ring apron and slides over the announce table mm-hmm. is probably my favorite thing <laughs> I saw. And then another thing is. People forget about her mama seat the thing with Eddie Guerrero. Oh, I was gonna mention. I was that, a yeah. big fan of that. It kind of Latino heat. Yeah, it kind of human because <laughs> China was never recognized as really a female. She was this bodyguard Amazon, but with the mama seat the thing with Eddie Guerrero, she was portrayed as a female right. woman with feelings mm-hmm. for the first time. For the first time ever. But Even, she would, I was watching a lot of the old DX stuff they have mm-hmm. on the network, and Shamrock the night after the Montreal screw job comes down and challenges. Michaels. And he keeps saying to China, whatever you are, I don't know if you're a man, I don't know if you're a woman, whatever you are. And it was jarring to me that that would be what, what they're saying to this woman. Like, I don't know if you're a man or a woman. Well, it's Mr. Personality, Cam Shamrock. Well, yeah, he, he, he needed something to, His like... promo skills left a lot to be desired, but that was how she was portrayed as... We don't even know if she's a man or a woman. They were doing a strip poker game. Oh, oh yeah, I remember that. I, I was so I remember And that, yeah. Lawler kept saying, because I think HBK, he had lost his shirt, mm-hmm. his shoes, and his socks. Hunter had lost his shirt, and China hadn't lost anything. Mm-hmm. And Lawler said something about, you know, it's a shame China's such a good card player because she hadn't lost anything yet. And JR said, well, maybe maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> and I was like, they little, really little they really threw it out there. They're like, oh, she's hideous, she's ugly, she's yeah. disgusting, she's not even a woman. But that's a great point that you bring up, that the whole Eddie Guerrero thing, she was viewed as a woman that a man was, he sought after her. A sex he was, symbol in a way. Yes, for the first time in her career. Yeah, and then after that, after the Mama Sita thing with Eddie Guerrero, she got into Playboy, and I'm not going to talk about other stuff, yeah. but, but <laughs> yeah. she... But she, I'm saddened what happened. We don't know the story or whatever. But hopefully she, she gets her, her spot in the Hall of Fame. I know they've gone back and forth for years with with with, with um, talk, talking back and forth. That's but just a tough position, though, because Triple H and her obviously have history. Yeah, now and, she's and, married. Now they're married. I think, it's more, of, I think it's more of a Stephanie and Vince thing. Exactly. Stephanie, that's, that's my point. Because it's kind of there. On Austin podcast, Triple H made a point about she deserves a spot, but they're worried about when they type her name in. Right. It, it made sense. People have said when you type it in, it didn't come up, but there was a certain video she did about wrestling yeah. that might come up. But I just hope she gets a spot in this whole thing because she deserves it. She definitely deserves it. I understand the spot they're in. That is not the worst thing 
Yeah. A Google search on China is not the worst thing that's ever happened in the world of wrestling. So yeah. that should not be a reason to keep her out of the Hall of Fame. It's already a known fact too, so it's not like you're you're masking or disguising anything that's not known. You're not you're not celebrating her career after wrestling. You're celebrating her career for the huge amount of time she was in there, a huge part of the X and, and the things she brought to wrestling. Right. They they want to call her a pioneer and a trailblazer and all this stuff. Well if she was that then she she deserves to be there. Yeah, she should have been there while she was still alive. Yeah, and this is something I'd say all the time. Is like it's a shame how how many people and it seems like almost every year there's someone in the Hall of Fame that's posthumously inducted who isn't old enough that they shouldn't have been there for. It. And then there's always the person that should have been in a long time ago. Yeah, well, Savage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's no reason he shouldn't have been in there. One of the first classes they ever they ever did. My last point on China, obviously we all know the contribution she made to the wrestling world. We all know what a big part she was of the Attitude Era. A big part that she's probably played in a lot of the women's wrestlers who are out there now. But her problems were well, well documented. She suffered from substance abuse issues, mental and emotional issues. That relationship with X-Pac was, was cancerous. Awful. But this just leads me to my point. One, The one thing I think you should always learn from... When somebody goes too soon, because too many people do, especially in the world of wrestling. If you know anyone with substance abuse issues, don't let them off the hook. Don't give up on them. Try to help them in, until, you know, if it's unfortunate, if they go. I mean, look, Jake Snake Roberts, he was battling those demons for years. Now he's, you know, he's, he's fighting the good fight. So right. There's always, there's always You have hope. to stand by people that are going through those kind of issues because... You never know. You you might get frustrated thinking, I can never get through to this person. You don't know what it will take. You never know. One day you might get through, or one day somebody else might get through. People like that need people by them. They need love. They need support. They need tough love a lot of times, and they need honesty from people. If you have substance abuse issues, if you have mental issues, if you have emotional issues you're suffering from, don't be afraid to tell people. Don't be afraid to go to a professional because that could save your life. I mean, speaking from from, from personal experience, too, I, I know you regret if you didn't do everything you can to save that person when he was still here or when they were still there. Right. So you, you definitely don't ever want to give up on anyone. Yeah, if you give up on somebody and they you'll, leave you'll too soon. You'll beat yourself up. And you can never get that back. Ever. So not to get too heavy, but I think it's an important issue, and I think a lot of people are afraid to see a psychiatrist or a therapist I think it's important when your car breaks down, you don't just leave it and wait till it fixes itself. You go to a mechanic because they know how to fix it. You I mean, go to somebody who knows how to help you. Look with at those Team Helmer. Problems. Where would they be if they never see a psychiatrist? <laughs> you're, you're right. <laughs> help them. <laughs> they never would have decided no. who was the real tag team never. champions. We'll plug Dr. Shelby's car. <laughs> so, China, you are a legend. You were great when you were here. We will never forget the contributions that you made. We appreciate all the work that you put in. We wish that WWE would have given you more credit for the things that you did before, you know, Monday night. We'll move on to another topic, though, not quite as heavy, at a house show in Lowell, Massachusetts for right. NXT. Finn Balor, I, did he make it to the longest reigning champion? Yeah, he did. Fall? So he, he did make it. it. Samoa Joe finally got his championship victory over Finn Balor in front of, I assume, probably 1,500, 2,000 people. <laughs> If you're lucky. Was not aired live. Everybody now knows that it happened. It's going to be aired tomorrow. It's going to be aired tomorrow. Yeah. Well, it'll be aired, but everybody already knows what yeah, happened. Yeah, it's already another. I just, I just love that they're showing it. Showing the matchup. Well, me too. I didn't yeah. know if it would. 
So, Joe, I know you have some thoughts on this title changing hands at a house show. I was furious about this. <laughs> I was absolutely livid about this. All right, you've built Joe up, and I, I like what they've done with him. I, I, it seems now that they wanted to push Finn until he reached that, that mark about the longest reign ever. But to have a title change like this, I mean, not on a pay-per-view show, not on a TV show, just somewhere in a house show, and you find out about it, and, and fans who want to see a, ma- a good match like this are hearing about it secondhand, and now we got to, I mean, I, 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 was, I was furious. You were furious? How did you feel about it? I was shocked because I, I was asleep. <laughs> in a good I, way or a bad way? Uh, I don't usually mind champ- title changes on a house show, but it, like for that championship, for the prestige of it, I think you should see it. On, on a higher, on a higher, especially for that feud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I didn't been on two takeovers. Yeah, but I didn't even know not know if that was still a thing at this point. So, I, with with the with the, the with that title, I think that it should be on TV. If it was the tag title, was okay. But if with the NXT title, that needs to be be shown firsthand and not hear about it after. But I don't have. But I do want to see what the mat, how the match was, and they're going to air it on Wednesday or well, tomorrow. In my opinion, you're giving these two wrestlers, you're doing them an injustice. You're not giving them as many viewers as they deserve for a title change. Do you think maybe that was a way of trying to drum up some interest in NXT from people who don't watch it? They saw it on Twitter and Facebook and all these things. Oh, title change, and maybe people will tune in because they advertised on Raw that this. Is, Mick Foley, when he won his first WWE title, well, WWF title at the time, they announced it on WCW that he was going to win the title that night. And I believe, I may be remembering this wrong, but I'm pretty sure that was the first time WWF had overtaken WCW in the ratings. Yeah. It was one of the pivotal points of the Monday Night Wars was them telling us in advance, Yeah. hey, if you want to watch that other channel, this guy Mick Foley, you remember him, he used to be here. Ugh. Yeah. You know, that'll really put butts in the seats and then people change the channel to watch it. Do you think there was anything like that that they were taking into consideration? If we do this, we can now promote that it's going to happen. And I doubt it. I don't, I don't think I so. Really you don't, don't think that much planning? Went no, I, I don't think so because have you seen the storylines lately? They don't have that much planning. I don't think I don't think so because they're not going against anything else on cable. It's on the WWE Network. That's true. Well, but they still they. Oh, I guess you're right. Oh, okay, you blew that theory. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I didn't have a problem with it. Only because, one, it got so much mileage on social media mm-hmm. because people were shocked. It got a lot of mileage on social media because a lot of people, I think ourselves included, assumed this means Finn is going to be on Raw on Monday. Oh, the dirt sheets ate it up. Yeah. Right after the tile change, <laughs> Finn Balor coming to Raw. This and that. It's like... The other thing I liked is I think it's never a bad thing when you can promote your smaller shows as something big can happen on this. I remember when we had a house show here over the summer, I was asking people if they wanted to go, and everybody said, I don't want to go to a house show because nothing happens. It's all DQ finishes. If you think that, okay, well, maybe somebody can win a championship yeah. on these shows. It's the same thing about the, the network specials, we say. You can, have a title change. You can do that with quality matches. You don't have to have a house show where you have the title matches. The way I look at it is I'm trying to look at NXT as a brand, like I would WWE. I would not like to see WWE title change hands on a house show. As a fan of wrestling, I don't want to hear about it. I want to see it. Right. But I think, but I think that whole rating thing. If it was a WWE championship, that's different because nobody would see it. But NXT, I don't have, look at it the same. They have I no look, competition. I'm trying to look at his NXT. No, and I know WWE NXT has a brand. I know brand. NXT is a brand. NXT is their own brand, but they have no competition since they're on the WWE network. Right. But, that's, but, but that's, at least they're still showing you that that the match. Yeah, I think that's good. I guess there's there's pluses and minuses too. I mean, the people that were at the show in Lowell, Massachusetts, that was awesome for them. Yeah. Just unfortunate there was not that many of them. There was not that many people. I didn't even know they were fighting. Happen. I, I mean, I didn't either. Yeah, I didn't even assume they were still a thing. 
So you're not a big fan. It doesn't you, really bother me. You don't me. mind it. I I thought I looked at it as it was a good thing only because of the attention that it got after the fact. But we were all proven wrong. Finn Balor did not show up on Monday Night Raw. I just think you can do a better job. Well, What's WWE talking about? Yeah, I'm not going to argue with that. Anything involving WWE, there, almost always you could do at least a slightly better job. So now we'll move into Raw and a bit of a payback preview. I don't know if this is considered the biggest story, but I'm going to consider it just because it's been our top story for, I think, the last six weeks. We now have Shane being set up against Stephanie and the Authority. Vince apparently is going to announce who will be officially in control of Raw. My question for both of you, I guess Aaron, you can take this one first. Is there a chance Vince announces that he himself is in control of Raw? <laughs> no. And two, is this going to be just a straight-up announcement, or do you think this will set up some sort of battle between Shane and the Authority? I think it's both. I'll, both? Get, to, I'll get to my theory in the next segment. Okay. <laughs> I think it's both. All right. The so next what about segment. you? I'll get to my theory in the next segment. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> do you no, think um, there's a chance Vince announces that he himself is controlling Raw? Oh, there's always a chance to Vince. I could see him up there patting his ego. I'm going to take over. <laughs> so, you want to know who's in It's me, Austin! <laughs> I can definitely see that. Okay, so you think it's a possibility. It's a possibility. Will it happen? Probably not. And do you think it will be just an announcement, this person is taking control, or do you think whatever Vince does at Payback will set up some sort of feud or program I think where they actually have to earn control. I think he's going to keep Shane in control for now, but it's going to set up some kind of feud. So um, you think he will make an announcement, but then a feud will ensue anyway? From this. Okay, because I think there's a good chance that Vince announces that it's him. <laughs> I'll pro- I'm probably going to be wrong about that, but I think it, I think you're cheating everybody, one, if you just put the authority right back in charge because mm-hmm. they've done the authority to death. We don't need to see it anymore. Well, th- they've done this whole angle wrong even putting Shane in charge okay I, I like it because yeah. I cheer for Shane when he comes out right. but they had this match at Wrestlemania <laughs> which was supposed to be for, for, for control Raw and the next day like oh you can control Raw anyway okay you lost but yeah you got it you, anyway you jumped off the steel cage that was cool Zack Ryder knows about that he does know <laughs> a little something about that you were right about that too <laughs> yeah, I know I called it the only one the prognosticator <laughs> prognosticators and I said that all without slurring <laughs> yeah but I think they're cheating the fans and you're cheating your storytelling if Shane just says, okay, you gave it to Stephanie, so I'm out. I think whatever happens, it has to lead to some sort of angle between Shane and the authority. I don't know what it will be, but I think they owe it to us and themselves to actually tell that story. Yeah, and people keep, people and Dirtsies, they keep talking about a brand extension, but the thing is, when Shane first came back, Shane said he wanted to control a Raw. Men said, you know, if you control Raw, you control all of WWE. So I don't think it'll be about a brand extension. And another reason I don't think it's a brand extension because not many people, they, they, well, WWE in general, they don't really care for SmackDown that much. So I don't think they would put focus on put more focus on SmackDown than Raw. Right. They don't no. enough. They have the talent for brand extension, but I don't think they'll do it. They don't have enough quality storylines to carry two different. Yeah, they brands. don't have the creative capabilities to carry two shows. Yeah, but, the, but my thing is. For SmackDown, it'll be good for the superstars. We say, where are they all the time? It'll oh, be yeah. good for Apollo Crews. It'll be good for Tyler Breeze. It'll be good for Neville because they'll actually be real mid-carters on a, on, on a show. Right. And not just stuff to the bottom where yeah. they may get a minute. And have no character. Yeah. Well, we got the shovel coming back soon. <laughs> Big announcement. Yeah. yeah. Almost a month away. 
We'll move on to what should be the biggest story, but I don't feel it is. The WWE World Heavyweight Championship picture. AJ Styles, number one contender against Roman Reigns. I had felt, I talked about this last week, that Roman had been pushed to the background. That AJ Styles was being featured more than Roman Reigns. That Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Dean Ambrose, and Jericho were being featured more than Reigns. And he was kind of being hidden in the middle of the show. Raw, I think, brought Roman finally back up to the top of that storyline. I liked what they did with I liked what they did with uh, Anderson and Gallows. I liked what they did with Roman. I liked that Roman said, I'm, I want to keep the Usos out of this. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Do you feel that they've done a, a good enough build to this title match for Payback? Um, I don't think... The title is not the intriguing part of the story. It's about Anderson and Gallows. Yeah. Because I loved what they did last night. They had them throughout the night with AJ. And just walking around, doing, having a little tiny interactions with AJ. Even when they walked after their match, they walked out of AJ's locker room. How they, when AJ won his match, they started clapping. Even at the end of the show, I loved it. Even 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 the interaction with the with the, with the Usos, it made sense. It made, it made it work. So the so even though it's a championship match, you're still being intrigued about what's what's Anderson and Gallows' role going to be. And Anderson and Gallows, they also kind of convinced AJ that you need us. Roman's going to have the Usos, so you need us. Right. In this in this match, but you can go. Yeah, we don't necessarily need to win it for you. Yeah. But we just need to make sure that it's e- you're it's not evil, it's evil playing yeah. field. <laughs> Something's gonna happen. <laughs> but like I said, I don't know what's gonna happen in this match. I know after we'll, after we each go through what we thought, we'll go through the prediction of it. But they can go so many ways, and I hope it makes sense. And I hope it's entertaining. Same here. How about you? Oh, I know it won't make sense. <laughs> you're just resigning that you won't, uh, yeah, it won't make no, sense. I'm gonna come out of here probably with a bit of taste in my mouth. <laughs> um, I love AJ Styles, but I don't think they've done a great job building this match. They've diluted a little bit with the gallows and that angle. They've diluted a little bit with that. Um, also, when they come out and they're talking to each other, they're like patting each other on the back instead of, you know, I don't feel the animosity. It's like, you are going to be good. you got to be good. Well, you're going to be pretty good, but I'm going to hit you. Well, the thing is, they're, yeah. still, they're still portrayed as baby faces. That's what baby faces do. They, Roman Reigns is getting booed. Go with I, it. Yeah, but Go in, with the, it. in the WWE, mm-hmm. no, they're going with it, but in WWE's mind, they're still baby face. Yeah, but they, they need to build more animosity than what they're doing. Well, well, complimenting well, each other in one hand. Well, they, well, they, well, they jacked Roman up last week because after he got jumped. He wasn't even pissed about it. Yeah. He just said, your boys jump me. Yeah, be pissed. He, he wasn't even pissed about grab it. Him, grab him by the jacket, throw him against the wall. Well, your yeah. boys jump me. If Austin did that, Austin would have been looking for him the whole night. He just stunned everyone. Yeah, he exactly. just stunned anyone. Yeah, he Come over stunned. and apologize. He just stunned him right in, the, that, right in the moment. That's what he would do. So my this is actually part of what I wrote about in my column this week. is Part of why I think Roman has been pushed to the background is the story of this match is not the championship. It's not Roman Reigns. I think the big story that is on everybody's mind that everybody's anticipating is is the Bullet Club going to form with this? Is Finn Balor going to be part of it? Those are the things that people care about. Not so much is Roman Reigns going to retain his title or is AJ Styles going to win the title? I don't know if that's because people are just like you're resigned to the fact that it's not going to make sense. I think a lot of people are probably resigned to the fact that well AJ is not going to win, so I don't even need to think about the match itself. I'd be surprised if he won. I mean, I'd be shocked. This early, I'd, 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 I'd be shocked if he won. I think that they've done. I actually think they've done a better job for AJ leading up to this match than they've done for Roman. Yeah, they have. I Definitely. Think, yeah, I think it's, it has to be more focused on AJ because 
these are AJ's guys. And what's AJ going to do? Even commentary. When Anderson and Gallows had their match and AJ had their match, they put they they put they put that in your head that I think these guys are together. Right. They were together in Japan and they helped them out. These guys are together. That's what commentary beat in, beat in your head last night. Yeah, they definitely beat that in your yeah. head. Especially JBL. Yeah. Yeah. He wouldn't. What more proof do you need? It. Yeah. They're together. Yeah. Until you have hard evidence, it's not <laughs> official. Yeah. And Byron kept talking about you need the smoking gun. Yeah. <laughs> well. I guess before we move on to the next thing, we actually all have to make a prediction. So, two predictions. Will Finn Balor appear at Payback? No. Well, well okay, well, this is also a listener question from okay. Justice Cross. Okay. So, he wants to know what are they going to do with AJ after Payback, and will he be the champion, will he turn heel, and will he join Al's and Ganderson, um, Gals and Anderson? So, you said, I, or, or Joe answered last. Joe answered. Okay, first, okay. So Joe said no Balor, and what do you think he ha- what happens? Um, as far as the match? Yeah, the match, and does AJ turn heel, and who's going to win? I sort of agree with what you were saying earlier. I think they're showing you Anderson and Gallows going this way, and then something's going to happen to, to, to shut up so this think we're going to get a Vince Russo swerve. We're going to get swerved. <laughs> we're going to get swerved, bro. <laughs> um, I, I think, as much as I hate to say it, I think Roman Reigns somehow retains the title, though. Okay. I have... What I what I think is gonna happen and something cool that can happen. Alright, so I don't think AJ wins. I think Roman wins. I don't think AJ turns heel. What I think happens is they did plant the Usos in there, and I already know Gals and Anderson are gonna be involved in this match somehow, some way. I think they get into it on the outside. I think Reigns does win clean. And after the match, that Gals and Anderson, they, get, they try to help AJ up from after the match, and they, they attack him. I don't think we'll see Finn Balor because you can drag that out for a long time because people know he doesn't have the NXT title, so right. he could actually be on TV anytime in the next, in the next upcoming weeks. You could, kind of, you could drag it along and be a slow build for Finn Balor. And I think AJ will go into something with Gals and Anderson. What would be cool is... If they didn't inject the Usos last night, I would have had a no fi- a no finish. I would have had Gallows and Anderson just take out Reigns and then take out AJ and just and just wreak havoc. So and, basically, we're not on your side. We're yeah. not, we're, we're here to just yeah. take it over. We're here to yeah. do what we want. The impact that they're yeah. saying they're trying to make. Yeah, but I would have Finn Balor come out with them. And then there's somebody we haven't seen since WrestleMania... Who's Finn Balor's boy? Triple H could be in charge. Triple H could be like their not, not their mouthpiece, but he could be, align himself with Anderson and Gallows and Balor and whatever it's going to be called. And, and and that and that could be that could be Triple H's and Stephanie's stable to wreak havoc on the WWE until but during this whole Shane versus Triple H and Stephanie feud. That would be cool, and I didn't. I've never thought that that would definitely be different. It'd be a different role for Triple H. Yeah, because it's hard because if Gals and Anderson help AJ win the title, they won't get cheered. <laughs> They're gonna right. get booed. So yeah. yeah, I just feel like it's gonna end like the last pay per view ended with some raining boos as Tri- Roman Reigns held up the title. I did too, but then they threw the Usos in there, so you gotta yeah. assume the Usos are gonna be, are gonna be in this be match. Involved. Yeah, if they weren't getting the match, I would think, I would think Reigns could win clean, or they just jump both of them, both of them at the match, both of them at the match, attack AJ, Balor comes out, and then, tri- and then Triple H just comes out clapping behind the whole thing. I sort yeah. of thought what you did, but I always thought like the Bullet Club was gonna be on Shane's side, kind of, kind of Shane's stable. I wouldn't, think, the I wouldn't think so. That's the way I thought, but I mean, 
Because my, another, another thing is, it's like Finn Balor is the face of NXT. Everybody knows who Finn Balor is. You're gonna bring this guy in heel from a, uh, coming well, in. Would you be heel? Would you be heel if you're a si- if you're on the side of Shane right now? Because Shane's getting the loudest. No, but I'm still. No, no, but, any of the superstars. No, but I'm saying I, I would think it would be on Triple H because since they're, since they're all heel. But my thing is, you're gonna bring up Finn Balor straight from NXT no, as, 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 as a heel. I don't think he would do that. Yeah, it would be stupid. I don't think you. I wouldn't put it past them, but I don't think you yeah. can, and I don't think they will. Do yeah. That. Now, see what I said last week. But what, what could also work is they turn on AJ, and AJ calls up, and, and Finn Balor comes to help AJ, and then Finn can turn on AJ. Right. So before I answer, first, Justice, thank you for the question. We always appreciate it. What were all the parts to it? Because now I'm, we were talking. It was. He says, "Well, AJ, so I think be, AJ wins. What would happen if AJ have to pay back? Okay. Will he turn heel?" And will he join Anderson and Gallows? Okay, so first things, I don't think he'll turn heel. I think he's going to be a, a baby face for a while. And I'm really on the fence as to whether he's going to end up with Anderson and Gallows, but I, I'm leaning towards that he's not, just because he's trying to distance himself from them. He doesn't want their help. If they interject themselves in any way, he's not going to be happy. When he left New Japan, they all beat him down. So we don't know that. <laughs> well, I know that. <laughs> I, I know that as we, well. <laughs> but we're not supposed to. Yeah. But I don't. I just don't think he's going to be heading up the Bullet Club in WWE. Not I think me. it'll be those two for a little while. They're not gonna turn him heel. Yeah, he's, he's one of their bigger faces right now. And I guess before we move on, winner of the match: Roman Reigns or AJ Styles? Reigns. Roman Reigns or AJ Styles? Ends with booze. <laughs> so Roman, Roman Reigns. I agree. I think Roman Reigns. They they want. They've been dying to give him that title at WrestleMania. They finally gave it to him. They're not going to take it off him. I mean, I guess the hard question here yeah, is what happens to AJ after payback. I mean, we were, had this same question: what happens to AJ after WrestleMania? We didn't know he was going to be shoved in the title. No, we didn't know that he'd be in the title match. Right. I mean, this this feud could go on a little longer. Yeah. Based on what happens, I guess we'll see on Sunday. But. Yeah. I don't. I don't necessarily think AJ and Roman are done after payback. Nah. Y2J and Ambrose. This I feel like we're getting a better and better heel Y2J. Oh yeah. By the week, he gets more and more obnoxious, more and more irritating. Turns it up. He used the word idiot about twenty times <laughs> in ten minutes last night. Stupid idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I love Ambrose, obviously. Ambrose is getting a chance to shine going back and forth with Yeah, with one of the Jericho. best on the mics. It's, it's t- titillating TV. And Jer- Jericho, good use of alliteration right Thank there. Thank you. Jericho is providing a lot of ammunition for Ambrose, too, because with he's getting to make fun of him for his scarves, his boots, <laughs> his, his Bon Jovi haircut, and Jericho gets to say how expensive all these items are. That he has. It was a $750 scarf last week. It's a $10 haircut. Yeah, $1,500 boots this week, $750 per boot. And the Bon Jovi haircut I always appreciate because I do feel like he looks like Bon Jovi with a haircut. Um, I feel like his hair is trying to escape his head. <laughs> so he even run away. He's continuing to wear a jacket or a vest with no shirt. It's heelish. It's a yes. sexy look. It is. I'm thinking of sporting it. High fashion is heelish. <laughs> How do you feel about their the feud that they've had for the last few weeks? I've enjoyed it. It's good TV. Like you said, I like the way they they, they go at each other. I like the way you know they, Jericho's quick enough to come back with Ambrose. Sometimes people get you know spun out a little bit when Ambrose comes at him. 
not Jericho, you know. It makes yeah, for, it does not it, miss a beat. No, it makes for great TV, and I know they're going to put on a good match because Jericho does nothing but put on good matches. Yeah, he had great matches with AJ for, what, six weeks? Yeah. Leading up to WrestleMania. Ambrose, I still think it's a shame that he didn't get to put on a better performance against Lesnar. No, and I don't get having him lose to Lesnar. I'm still befuddled by that. <laughs> but I do think that they've given him a good feud going great, forward. Great feud. It's only going to help him look better, too. I think so. He's gotten a chance to talk more in the microphone, which we talk about. He's one of the best that they have. They didn't let him do it enough. What are your thoughts on Jericho and Ambrose? Do you like it as much as I do? Do you like it as much as Joe does? Well, there's no, there's no doubt it's going to be a good match, but I don't really have any intention on what. I don't really have a reason to watch this because you say all the time that you love the story about wrestling, but right. essentially, we don't know what this dude's about. It's essentially about a talk show. <laughs> they are fighting over a talk show yeah, when it, it comes down to it. Essentially, and there's no heat behind it. So when there's no heat to a rivalry, you really know what they're, what they're fighting about. There's nothing special to it. There's not, there's not a special feeling to the match. I could go down the lineup for payback and probably say the same thing for almost every <laughs> single match. Eh, I can argue with you on that one, but <laughs> last it's, all, it's argue, bro. But what I did like was Ambrose came out serious, calling out Jericho. But then when Jericho got to the ring, it got jokey. And in a few, you can't always be jokey. It's okay. We, I love Dean, Dean Ambrose's one-liners, but you gotta be, you gotta get a little serious. In these in these type of situations, it did get ser- like Jericho got at least some heat by taking out Ambrose and put put him in the world of Jericho on the table. But this this feud, I don't know what it's about really. It's other than a, other than a talk show, and there's really no heat behind it. So I'm not re- so for the story wise, I'm not really looking forward to the match. It's gonna be a good match though, no doubt. So the story, I do agree with you that it's it's a silly story in that it's over, you know the the highlight reel being canceled and, and the. Plant and the the potted plant. plant in the Ambrose Which, Asylum taking its time slot, so to speak. But I think I'm just I get so giddy watching Jericho in this particular character, and I think Ambrose is very fun to watch going opposite this version mm-hmm. of Jericho. I thought there was no doubt that AJ was going to beat Jericho at WrestleMania. I think you felt that way. You were the one that predicted. Jericho at least had a chance yeah. to win, and you were right. But I called Zack Ryder, so... You did. <laughs> that trumps everything. Yeah, I'm just... I'm game. Ambrose or Y2J at payback? I'm going to go Ambrose. Ambrose. I'm going to go Ambrose. I don't, I don't see him losing on back-to-back pay-per-views. I think especially with Jericho having the upper hand going off Raw, obviously we don't know what's going to happen on SmackDown yet, but I think Jericho getting the upper hand on Raw, I think, sets it up for... Ambrose to go over, and there, there's really no sense in having him lose that match. Yeah, and then they did a great job building Jericho up because Jericho's won majority of his last few matches, so he's he's been on a hot streak. So when Dean Ambrose gets that win, it'll elevate Dean Ambrose. He's been winning matches, and he's been in a very featured role. Yeah, he's not pushed to the sidelines. No. He's he's right in your face on every show, whether it's SmackDown or Raw, which I think has been good because we all kind of lamented the idea that. Jericho comes back, but you can't really get invested in him because he's just going to lose yeah, a match. Yeah, you never know how long. I think his run since he's come back has been incredible. Yeah. Excellent heel work. His best in a while. It's text, textbook heel work. It is. And, oh, like I said, the more irritating, the more obnoxious he is, the more I love him. So, <laughs> I know you're not... And he, he was getting legit boos last night, which I think is great because I think most people want to cheer Jericho. Yeah. 
and he's very good at, yeah, you want to cheer me, but I'm going to make you hate me by the time I walk you backstage. Yeah, you stupid, stupid idiot. idiot. <laughs> Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, a feud that has gone back... You know, 15 years since the during the Attitude Era, <laughs> just not on a big stage. Finally, they have started to tell that story. It took four months. <laughs> That's all. You know what this was before they showed on, on TV? This was, was on, on WWE.com. Yeah, I watched it on WWE.com. That's yeah, what, that's why I watched it too. That, that's where all the gems are. WWE.com and the YouTube, that is where you find all the gems. So we should be watching... Are. Main, Main event. event, and we should be WWE. watching videos on WWE.com. Yes. No, because like it's like, <coughs> like you wonder why people are feuding, and you find it on WWE.com, but they don't show on TV. It makes no sense. That doesn't make sense. Did you think, though, that the, the package they put together was good at selling this feud and telling this story? Yes, because it showed how they met. They, well, they showed and told how they met. They talked about the best man at his wedding when their children were born. And yeah. then they showed Kevin Owens destroying Kevin, just Kev, destroying Sami oh Zayn. Oh my God, yeah. Making his life a living hell Brutal. and costing them, costing them more than half of last year. And they had that one segment where he's sitting there in the bed and almost crying. At, yeah, because Kevin, Kevin Owens made, made his, his debut. debut and took, took, essentially took Sami Zayn's spot. I thought the package was humongous big. I like it. <laughs> I thought it was well done. I thought, like, we've mentioned this many times, that they talk about how, oh, NXT is a niche audience, and we know that audience. That's why we can do the things we do on NXT, but not on Raw. But then they bring these guys up from NXT, and they treat it like we should all know who he is, when more than half of that audience is not watching NXT. So finally, after weeks and weeks and weeks... Four months! Has it been... Since the Royal Rumble! Ah, that's true. I guess I forgot. Yeah, so they have not told that story. They no, they yeah. show that these guys don't like each other, yeah, and but that, they give you no backstory. And then the recent thing, I'm glad they also showed this, that Sami Zayn took Kevin Owens out of that ladder match for the IC title. Yeah. They showed that, so that so that's and, more recent. And a, a recent problem. Rumble, yeah. too. Yeah, I thought the, the, the vignette was good. I thought it was long overdue. But I think now some people who may not have had knowledge of their story prior to them being on WWE now at least have an idea of why these guys are at each other's throats and and very harshly at each other's throats because I mean it goes back like you said a while yeah a long long time I mean like you said they're putting these people up like I don't know 80% of the matches on Raw were a newcomer from NXT versus yeah. someone who's not really over on 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 the card, yeah, like, yeah, you, and, and Cody, and then you don't wonder why the match isn't getting any heat. Yeah, yeah and the casual no fans, and, and, and the casual fan, if they don't watch NXT, they have to relate the baby faces in some way, somehow, some some way. So you show them that these like, wow, Kevin Owens did all that to this guy. They have to relate in, 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 to have a connection with him. It's especially good too that they mentioned, you know, Sami Zayn was at his wedding. Sami Zayn was at the hospital when his son was born. Like this guy has been by Kevin Owens' side all this time, <laughs> yeah. and then he's still. The first chance he got, he just annihilated him on the first then, NXT I love, show. He I don't was know on. if you caught this. I don't know if you heard saw, saw heard Kevin Owens say, Kevin Owens say that, but he said Kev, he said Sami Zayn shouldn't have been surprised. Yeah, I love that. I love that line. He said he's known me a long time. Yeah, he should have seen it coming. And he also said, you know, I'm not the one carrying the feud. If there's any issues, it's Sami Zayn. I'm, yeah, I'm he's a, taking it personal. And then he even claimed that he was the victim, which yeah. I loved. In perfect KO fashion. He's so good. Did he's you um did you see that video on Twitter of, of um 
the house show when him and Triple H teamed against Ambrose and um. I did not. I know oh what happened, it, but I didn't see the video. It was so funny because Kevin Owens was like, "Yeah, come on, come on, come on," and they gave him a crotch chop and tagged him Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so awesome. Good. He really is the best. <laughs> so good. And he's he's not really supposed to be popping the crowd, but uh, he he just he he's knows just Kevin all Owens. the right the right things to do at the perfect times yeah. to do them. Pushes the right buttons. Now he has some yeah. gems on WWE.com. Oh yeah. <laughs> he has some gems. No, he's great. I still felt like this should have been a match featured on WrestleMania. Definitely. And I'm disappointed that it wasn't, but yeah. I'm glad we're getting it now. I definitely don't think this is a one-off match. I think they're going to let this go for oh, a definitely. while. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Who walks out of there victorious Sammy's, on Sunday? Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. He needs the one. I'm going Kevin Owens. Are you? I'm going KO. And I'm assuming by underhanded means to do it? Definitely. Okay, I could get behind that. I think Sami Zayn as well. I think we all said if they had a one-on-one match... At WrestleMania, we all saw Sami Zayn going over and winning the Intercontinental title. Yeah, he would need to win. In a ladder match, most of us said Kevin Owens would win. One guy was right that Zack Ryder was going to take home the IC title. I think Sami Zayn goes over. Like you said, I think he needs it more. I think they're still building him. I think Kevin Owens is on pretty solid footing. I don't think Sami Zayn needs it as much as you say. I mean, maybe he does need it more, but I think... The best way to have this feud continue is to have Kevin Owens win. Well, th- no, I don't. I don't think so because Sami Zayn, he's still new. Kevin Owens is a mid guy. Kevin Owens loses all the time now, but he's so good at what he does. A loss won't hurt him. Like Kevin Owens loses, you'll be, you won't you won't be upset because well, no, he won't. You be. won't remember Kevin Owens' but loss. My, my point, my question is, if Kevin Owens loses, why is he going to go back after Sami Zayn? Just pride, because that's what I mean. Yeah, because what's yeah, the reason? Yeah, yeah, because he's going to come back. Hey, you beat me. You shouldn't beat me. So he's on Kawhi and take Sami Zayn. I think they get they'll have a giving match at Extreme Rules probably. I don't know if they're gonna throw in, throw in an elimination chamber again, but I do think well I do know they'll be in the Money in the Bank together. Yeah, and I think Kevin Owens wins that. Best thing for the feud is KO wins. He, he DQs. It's not a, it's not a one off feud. It's not a one off feud though. So the thing could go one of obviously can go one of two ways. Either Kevin Owens wins or Sami Zayn wins. I think they have a story to tell either way. If Zayn wins. It is the angry Kevin Owens that lost to Dean Ambrose that said, I'm going to truly drive Dean Ambrose insane. I'm going to put him in a mental institution. The guy who just can't let it go. Yeah, Sammy, you shouldn't beat me, and I'll just keep coming after him to prove that he's better. If Owens wins, you tell the story of the babyface making that chase to try to climb that mountain. So you could tell a good story either way. I just feel like... Yeah, Kevin Owens has been losing more matches recently, and I just think they're they're really trying to build Sammy up, so I think he's going to get the win. I wouldn't be shocked if KO won, obviously. I never would be shocked with him winning, but I think Sammy wins. So we got two for Sammy and one for... See, this is where you could separate yourself from the pack once again. Pulling away. <laughs> we have the women's division, which has not been featured nearly as much since WrestleMania as the, it was the before who division? WrestleMania. The women's division, do you remember it or no? You sure it's not the Divas division? <laughs> That's what it seems like, doesn't it? They just have a new belt. Yeah. But it's the same old thing. Uh, Natty gets a two-and-a-half-minute match with Emma. Charlotte on commentary for two-and-a-half minutes, hiding behind Rick. And that was it. <laughs> there was nothing else 
in the women's division besides that? No Sasha again. There's no other wrestlers, I don't think. I no think Becky. You know, you know where Becky was? Backstage? No. Where? WWE.com. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cut up promo about Emma. Cut up promo about Emma. With the, eating the, salad with the chopsticks, yeah, right? About Emma. <laughs> with Rich Brennan, right? Yep. It was good, a good promo, too. Yeah. But they're... The women's division has been completely buried again, it seems. I don't know if that changes anytime soon. I don't know if it's that they're... It can't be them trying to to appeal to the, the hardcore fan because the uh, hardcore uh, fan wants to see the women's right, division. I, I, I don't get it. I, no I, 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 don't. I don't get it. Because, essentially, they had the best match at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Hands down. I don't. Everybody's saying take a shame. The only thing that made take a, take a shame the was spot. that was the spot. Other than Which that match, that match, yeah, other than that, that match was horrible. That'd be a spot. Other than mm-hmm. that, that match was horrible. I watched that match three times today. I watched that match three times the today. The women's match? Yes. That match was amazing. Despite Sasha almost killing herself. How many pairs of yeah. underwear do you go through? <laughs> <laughs> that, match was, that match was amazing. And they never mention it. They no, never they do. You don't even see Sasha. And we, we, I finally know why Summer Rae and Sasha are so called feuding, but you only saw them together twice in the last four weeks. And where was that? Main event? No. no. WWE.com. Summer Rae said, why she had a problem with Sasha? Oh, because she's getting all the opportunities and she yeah. has to go to the Lamborghini plant yeah. and all these What things. opportunities? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, exactly. My point. I haven't uh, seen Sasha, Becky Lynch, or even Paige, who was one time, Paige was on two Smack- time. Paige was on SmackDown. Barely. Got to win in her hometown. Yeah. But back to, back to this Natty Charlotte thing. It's going to be a good match. Their match is always good. But always. the problem I have with this is when Natty approached Charlotte the first time after WrestleMania, she said, I, I'm responsible for some of your greatest <clears throat> matches, including Roadblock. They never mentioned NXT TakeOver when Charlotte won the NXT Women's title, right. be- beating Natty. I think we should touch on that because it's kind of the same situation because Rick's in Charlotte's corner and Brett's in Natty's corner. Yeah, I'm looking forward for Brett. Brett just to clock Ric Flair once. <laughs> yeah. Even even the match. I don't even think Brett wants to do this, honestly. He said he does. <laughs> he, he said he has no desire to be there. He said he has no desire? <laughs> I'm only doing it for Natty. I was like, oh, I'm sure that makes her feel great yeah, to exactly. have you there. You're uh, I, have I guess no I have to be to here. It. It's my obligation. Yeah, I really don't have, unfortunately, I don't have too much to say about the women's division because there's just nothing to really talk about. Yeah, they did a great job. They, they even gave Natty a job arranger. They didn't even show her answer. They showed Emma's. Yeah, I, she was in the in the ring already. Yeah, I, like they did a great job building Natty up, showing that she could beat Charlotte. She essentially beat Charlotte two weeks in a row. Right. She, well, the, the DQ finished, but then the week before, she had Charlotte tap out. So they built Natty up to believe that she could beat Charlotte, which she has, but I, I don't think she wins the title at payback. Nah. So that's your prediction, Charlotte retains? Yes. You? Charlotte definitely retains. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt. I think it's a no-brainer. She's going to hold it until probably at least SummerSlam. Yeah, and, and back, back to the, the women's WrestleMania match. Uh-huh. I, I rewatched the, the whole match, and Sasha's pop was is huge. Huge. It was it was huge. And when she walked down the ring, they were explaining her attire, Eddie Guerrero, and this and that. And, and she was doing all, his, all Eddie Guerrero's signature stuff. And then after that, I, re, I watched Lesnar... And Eddie at No Way Out 04. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the reaction when Eddie won the title, you don't see that anymore. We only see it only when people who scratch and call their way to the top finally get, finally get what they, where they want to be. And that's what we're going to get from Sasha. We yeah. don't, the last person I think that did that was Daniel Bryan. Everybody else just grabs the belt and raises it. There's no emotion between most people right. when they no, win championships anymore. There's a, there's a reaction, but there's not... A big reaction. There's not a heartfelt reaction to most of these title changes. Yeah, and and back to what I was saying last week about making these shows matter. 
it doesn't matter where Sasha was the title, you're going to get that reaction right. anywhere. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a certain show. Exactly. You don't have to save it. You might as well, like you said, strike when the oven's hot. Yeah. If you have something, go with it and make the story happen. Don't t- oh, say, okay, we got this. We can save this for later because you lose all the steam that it has. Yeah. And talking about pops that Sasha has gotten, when she came out for the Royal Rumble, arguably the biggest reaction of the night. And when she threw Becky out of the ring, she had her little face off with Charlotte. Charlotte turned around to walk away. And I don't know if, if anyone noticed this but me, but you know she obviously gave Charlotte the uh, backstabber mm-hmm. and the bank statement before she even got to Charlotte. Woo! The crowd, no, the crowd oh. erupted. Yeah. As soon as she made a move for her, she hadn't even touched her yet. And the crowd, it was probably one of the top three or four reactions of the night. So the crowd wants to get behind her. They, they, now she just disappeared. Yeah, and another thing is about Sasha, I think, she, I think she can go down as the greatest women's wrestler overall. Not just in ring overall because of the character. But in WWE... They don't let her be the boss. All they do is show her cry. Yeah. They don't. She won't be remembered ultimately about her from her NXT stuff. They need to bring that boss character to WWE TV as soon as possible. I don't foresee it happening the way things are going. Well, she, you know she'll be. In, she'll get the. She'll get another shot at the title. I just need that boss character to be on TV the, when she ran the when she ran NXT. Right, because you're absolutely. We've talked about it a lot that she does not get to do that. Yeah. And that's what made her what she is, was when she finally became that character. It, that's what propelled her to the next level. In any NXT. character. She doesn't get in a lot of TV time in general right now. No, not at all. I'll take anything. <laughs> it's me too. You can just come out and wave and walk back. <laughs> just, yeah, do the, <laughs> just do the hip thing and leave. Yeah, yeah just a little hip toss. Yeah. <laughs> Tag team tournament for the number one contendership. Enzo and Cass against the Vaude Villains. They've had two promos, one on SmackDown, one on Raw. I don't, obviously, they, they couldn't build this match for a long time because you didn't know Not who yet. was going to be in it. But I think this is the perfect matchup for this. You have the contrast of Enzo and Cass, the brash, kind of new era trash talkers, and the villains representing a foregone era, a bygone era, I believe is how they always put it. I believe Aiden English said they were going to party like it's 1899 when they came in. I love that. That was awesome. I love when he sang WWE Tag Champion. That was awesome. Xavier's face was, oh my God. Because I don't know if you caught this on the Austin podcast. Cass mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Cass had a sing off. Oh, it was awesome. Did you watch it? No, I didn't watch it. They had a singing competition against each other. Oh, really? And Cass Cass won. Against Aiden. And it was, look it up the first chance you get. It is hysterical. Because Aiden at the time, I forget what his character was called, but he was supposed to be like a thespian and an artist. He came out wearing like a, a little hat, and it was it was and some of that character came out last night. But I think it's one anytime you get to to put Enzo and Cass on TV is always money. Good thing. The Vaude Villains they hadn't gotten to really be characters in a while. Not on Raw, on NXT, no, they yeah. hadn't been at all on the main roster. So you get to kind of see what they're all about, and I love that just clash of two totally different. That, yeah, teams. the contrast and it, it kind of helps you build for the match a little more. It gives you a little more anticipation. Yeah, like I can't wait for it. And maybe the biggest thing about it is the New Day was so happy mm-hmm. in that ring last night when that was going on. Like you said, Xavier's reaction. 
it was the happiest I've seen Biggie because uh, Biggie oh, always does it. A song. Because <laughs> that was the most emotion. I because I feel like it, they probably have been handcuffed a little bit. Mm-hmm. You said they turn baby face. They don't get to do some of the things they did before. I feel like they were so excited to be doing something new and different and fresh that it's not just oh League of, League of Booty. And, yeah. And the Usos and the Dudleys, like this is something brand new for them, and they are—they couldn't be more excited to be involved in this story in any way. They're obviously not going to have any involvement in the match. Do you, do you think they'll be on commentary? They'll be on commentary. They'll be, commentary. They'll be there watching. I think it makes sense for them to do that, even if it's just Xavier. Yeah. Then you'll see—you'll see the winner at the end. You know, they'll have a little stare down kind of moment, like. Yeah, I think that they did a is. Arguably one of the best jobs they've done at handling an NXT talent with the two teams that they both have kind of been yeah. pushed. Even if even the loser of this match, they've gotten prominent time on Raw and SmackDown. And I don't think they'll be worse off for having not won the number one contendership. Especially because, I'll spoiler alert, I'll make my prediction early, I think New Day is going to retain. So I don't think it's like whoever wins this tournament is going to be the next champion. But, so and, that was think, a, and I was listening to a question from Professor Charles Xavier Johnson. Okay, what was the question? Uh, he wants to know who do you think wins the tournament and who wins the tag team titles eventually. I hate to say this, but I think the Vaude Villains are going to win the number one contendership. I think the endless chase for Enzo and Cass <laughs> starts continues. on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. It continues well, continue the next day, but it starts on the main roster on Sunday. <laughs> Them constantly trying and trying and trying. So I think the Vaude Villains are going to go over on Sunday at Payback. How about you? I'm going to I'm gonna say Enzo and Cass. I think it would be make for a better match. Um, that being said, I'm a little disappointed with NXT. Um, Enzo and Cass lose a, clean <laughs> mat, lose a clean match in American Alphas when they're supposed well, to be yeah. contending what are the for the NXT WWE title champion. And that's their NXT goodbye, and you know that means you lose. <laughs> I understand, but it's such a clean win. It was. But they're NXT tag team champions. If they were in a tag team tournament, I could say it. But they're in a tag team tournament supposed to be contending for the WWE titles. I didn't like it. But the casual fan doesn't know that. <laughs> well, I'm not a casual fan. I, I know indie wrestlers, okay? <laughs> <laughs> So you think Enzo and Kaz, what do you think? And I think ultimately New Day retains it. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. agree with you. Um, I think Enzo and Kaz win because if this, if this match were happened on Raw, I think the Dullies would have, would have interfered and the Vaude Villains would have, would have faced New Day at payback. But since there were no mention of the Dullies and they built up, they actually had a, a, a standoff between the two teams and the New Day. And then on top of that, with the number one contendership being at payback, there's going to be a build. To the to the pick to the match right. that that will more than likely be at Extreme Rules. More, that will more more than likely be at Extreme Rules. So I think Enzo and Cass do win, but um, hopefully the chase ends at Extreme <laughs> Rules. I hope so, but they, but they're so over. They're the most it over. Matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they're, they're so they're, over. Yeah. They're the most over act on the roster. They'll eventually be tag team champions. I just uh, don't w- think they'll be this w- quick. One day they will be tag champions, but one I, I hope that I hope. That the chase ends. Then couple haters. <laughs> think of that. There you go. They they'll <laughs> win the tag team champions down the road, and you'll see that emotion well, you, you always wanted well, to see for a title that crawling like yeah. that. Well, I'm gonna keep it a hundred like a hot feet. <laughs> but I think Enzo and Cass will win the titles when they get the titles. Hopefully, they don't win the so titles on a house show though. So you see them winning number one contendership and then winning yeah. the titles at the next paper. Yeah, because there's nobody else that can beat the new that that makes sense to beat the new day. That's true. I just... Cause you look at, I don't think they do it yet. 
Yeah, well, they know, I think they know they don't have to. Yeah, yeah they don't have to. They but they, really don't have but to. But then again, if they do this whole, oh, we'll give it to them at SummerSlam thing, that's a year of tiring for the New Day. Which I don't think is a bad thing. You also you also have a new tag team coming in here that could and, and then, come and in then, and take the titles. And then it's a, yeah, that's true. And then, I mean, and then that thing is take you met, we were at Takeover Brooklyn. Yes, we were. The pop fans on Cass was was huge, and that's what SummerSlam is. So yeah, ends on Cass. They'll they'll be in a tag team title match no matter what at SummerSlam. I want to see them win just because I like them and I'd like to see them as champs. But like you said, they're so over. If they, they don't need a title. It doesn't even matter. They could just go out there and do what they do, and people will love them regardless. I would like to see the exchange between New Day and Enzo and Cass until they get that title match. Yeah, and, and, and that's what that buildup between Payback and the and the, um, the, the tag title match could be from. Yeah, that's what I would love to see. So we have, that's two, we have two for Enzo and Cass, one for the Vaude Villains. And you can't teach that. <laughs> that's true, you can't. I'm a, I guess I'm the only hater. <laughs> we don't got a couple haters with just me. Intercontinental title match The Miz Who I think is doing Some of his best work ever Now that Maris Is joining him Some people think it's corny Some people hate it I love it I so love hard. One, two, touch the, the <laughs> I love the, the movie Like him doing the movie quotes <laughs> I Again Some Miz people don't like quotes. it And, 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 and she was and she was like do, do like you did it at home Yeah I love, that. <laughs> I love it <laughs> I'm trying to remember What he did last night He did that Are you talking to me Yeah and there was another one I actually have it written down somewhere. Not that we even need to, but I think it's hysterical, and I can't get enough of it. Let's see. Hey, you feeling lucky? <laughs> and then Cesaro interrupted with, go ahead, make my day. Which, again, it allows Cesaro to show a little bit of personality, which is what Vince says he's always been lacking, is that he hasn't gotten to that next level. He hasn't connected with the crowd He's yet. trying, though. He's coming out of his suit and the boy suits. But and, that, yeah. that's him, though. Yeah. <laughs> that's Cesaro. He's showing some more character. He's... he's He's getting there. He is. So, Eric is the one who hates The Miz out of this group. I hated him for a long time. And I recently came to appreciate that he is entertaining. Is he the, is he the greatest worker of all time? Of course not. But he gets on the microphone. He commands the crowd's attention. He makes the crowd hate him without fail. He's another one who's obnoxious. He's arrogant. And now I always like when somebody has their wife or their girlfriend with them because he can use her as a shield. Yeah. Or he can do all these cowardly things. He can play off. Yeah, she had to save him from, <laughs> oh, from, the, from swing. the Cesaro swing last night. I love that because that's a great heel character right there. That now it, a woman has to save me. And not a woman like China who <laughs> should be going toe to toe with these guys. Just a regular. Yeah, well, regular. I say regular, but yeah, a, a gorgeous, smaller, more petite, less you know, strong and powerful woman who is now doing what she can, or he's throwing her in front of an attack. I think that's great. It's good heel work. Yes, I said right when this whole thing started that I thought this was leading to Cesaro finally getting the Intercontinental Championship, but I think they've gotten something with the Miz and Maurice. That I don't think they're ready to give up yet. So I think the Miz retains at payback. What do you think? Well, just touching off you, touching what you said. Touch it. Don't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> when the Miz is put in a prominent role, he's amazing. Yeah, because, he, because he doesn't get buried in the background. Because he's the ultimate he has a chance to work. Yeah, but see, there's a reason why they always throw Miz TV out there every week. Because because he's out there to be a heel and get and get a point across. Yeah. 
And when they put him in a, in a situation, he's amazing at what he does. He's a top heel. He's one of the type, top mic workers in the company. He did a great job with Cesaro 07. <laughs> oh, I, I, I think Miz does win this match at Payback because they're trying to build him him as a relevant heel. And with Maurice, she'll be out there as well. And, she, and, she's, and she'll be out there to... Hope probably be the difference in that match. Yeah, she elevated him, yeah. I think. I felt different as soon as I realized that that was going to be a thing they were going to do regularly. So, how about you? Miz or Cesaro? I, I think it's going to be Miz. You know, a little help from Maurice here, um, screwing Cesaro over. Um, could see a rematch down the road, but I, right now I'm going Miz. Yeah, I think it just makes the most sense. I think his character... Like I said, has been elevated by the addition of Maurice. I think they've been giving him a, a chance to shine a little bit, and he's not one of my favorites, but I've been enjoying the he's work done he's been enough. doing. Yeah, yeah and most of the last four or five months. Yeah, and he's, done enough. yeah and he's and he's effective in his he's effective in his role, and also he put the IC title over last night. Well, right. I, I, I forgot, Ron. This is for Kevin Owens in a Continental okay, title. Yeah, you're right. I, I, I forgot I about that too. I'm disappointed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, the Miz and Cesaro for Kevin Owens in a Continental <laughs> Championship. <laughs> And we all think the Miz will retain. Ziggler and Corbin. Did you like what they did last night, even though yeah. it was very little? How about you? Yeah, it wasn't enough. It didn't do much for you. Well, we got Damian enough. Sandow last night. Yeah, we got to see him for for ten seconds. Yeah, I didn't know he was still with the promotion. <laughs> I didn't either. Well, I did know, but I, you haven't seen him in stop lying months, months and months. The thing I didn't like. It was Corbin running away. Well, heelish, because he's been doing that to Ziggler for a few weeks now. So, a typical heel will retreat in that situation. This is one of those instances where I tend to sway toward the side of Vince Russo, in that sometimes wrestlers shouldn't be acting like wrestlers. Baron Corbin is this big, imposing, mean guy. It's not like Ziggler was hitting him with a weapon or coming at He just... You know, attacked him, punches and whatever. And it's a he, way to get Ziggler over without getting Ziggler too far over. That's I mean, Corbin, Corbin's been beating the hell out of him, and you had to give him something. Yeah, and I guess, throw a dog a bone. I guess it's not a big enough match for them to do a big pull-apart with the locker room clearing out and <laughs> yeah, getting no. in between, but I don't know. It, something about that just seemed out of character. For, Who would be running to Corbin's side? Well, nobody, but it just seemed out of character for Corbin to be running. I do know that's a heel trait, but I, it, to me, it just, I, I just didn't like it that much. I do think, however, this will be a fun match because Corbin is supposed to be the monster heel and Ziggler will bump all over the place, all over the ring, all outside the ring, probably in the crowd. How do you feel about this being Corbin's introduction to WWE? I mean, he wins the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, gets thrown right in with Dolph Ziggler. I like it so far. I mean, it's been good for me. I wasn't a huge fan of Corbin on NXT, but I've liked what he's done so far on the, on, on the main roster or when he got demoted. Um, he's looked pretty good, and I, I liked the way he's been throwing Dolph around. And obviously, Dolph can put on a good match. So, yeah, I think it'll be good. I like Baron Corbin. He <laughs> <laughs> won you over already. Like like you've said since he got called up that he fits better. He fits better. You see a new level. Yeah. And, and, and he's gonna be put in situations to be with better workers and a lot of these smaller guys. Make and, him look and, It'll make him look better. And like and I thought we were, gonna, we were gonna get Kane because when it comes to big guys, Kane's always kind of stepping stone. Yeah. But if this was Kane, no. in from two thousand or two thousand two, yeah. I'd be all for it. But now. 
Kane's 49 years old. It's like nah, but I'm glad they put him with Ziggler because Ziggler does have he has he he has credible credible career highlights. And like you say, he'll he will make anybody look good. He'll he will, look great. He'll yeah. bump all over the place with Baron Corbin. I'm actually looking forward to this match more than most matches. They, the they've done a great job making Corbin's finisher look devastating too. Yeah. Oh yeah, the end of the I always like the end of days. So I'm, I pick Baron Corbin. It is a good move. So you're taking Corbin, yeah. Joe. Corbin. Corbin, I'm taking Corbin as well. I don't see any reason why Ziggler all of a sudden needs to win now. So no. I'll go Corbin. He'll get buried as well. again, then he'll come out a week later talking about how he was <laughs> the only one that won. I hope they turn him heel. Him and That'd be nice, too. I hope they turn Dolph Ziggler heel. He needs, he needs to be refreshed. Well, they need to bring AJ back for that. <laughs> the last match on Payback, which will be the first match, is on the pre show. The kickout show? Yeah, we don't need to talk about it really at all. Who wins, Ryback or Kalisto? Who back? <laughs> Ryberg or Kalisto? Who Berg? <laughs> The who United States title? <laughs> who 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 cares? Yeah, I, I don't care. He they made Kalisa look horrible. He's on the last what three pre-shows? Yeah. Ryberg. How about you, Kalisto or Ryberg? I refuse to pick this match. <laughs> I refuse to give it any time, any day. I'm not talking about it. Can't blame you for that. I it's like over. I like your stance there. Yeah, you make a stance somewhere. Oh, Ryberg. It's Ryberg. I, pick, I picked Ryback at WrestleMania, so I'm going to pick him again here. I don't care either way. They killed the U.S. title, so it doesn't really matter, but I'm going to go with Ryback. They're going to need the shovel to come back and clean it up. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I don't know if they put him there, if they put him in a, a bigger role than that. Before we move on real quick to NXT, we have a listener question regarding WWE from Das Wunderkind, Ronald Lloyd. <laughs> I don't think Finn is trolling. I really think Bullet Club joins Reigns. If this happens, will you cheer him? Will the universe cheer him? What do you think? Well, if, the, if Reigns, if the Bullet Club helps Reigns win and they're gonna boo. they become a stable, they're going to boo. Gonna boo yeah. They're going to boo, no doubt, because since we know we know that they side with the company, they've been looking for they've been look, they've been thinking about the Bullet Club coming together. All you hear is Bullet Club chants, so no doubt they're going to boo. You see the shirts out there too. Just exactly, exactly. You see, the, you see the Bullet Club shirts, the Bullet Club chants. That no matter, they go arrange because they're taking away what they want. They want to see the Bullet Club in WWE. So if they go arrange, they're going to boo. There's no getting Reigns any cheers at this point. So if the Bullet Club, you might, one. Well just, you might as well just turn him heel. If he wasn't a champion, there's one way. What's one way? Ban it. <laughs> the shield, the shield. Back together. That's the only way That's you're going to get a cheer out of that guy. For that guy. So, even then, it wouldn't even be brains, though. It'd be it'd be the fact that you, you it's, have Rollins it's, it's when he, when and they Ambrose. Come, when they come out, they'll cheer him. They'll cheer for the group. For the group. Yeah. yeah. If it happens on payback, I'm gonna agree with you guys. I think he gets booed no matter. What. I think people may cheer it happening, but I don't think he's going. To, I think he holds that title up and he's booed. Like I think they need to turn him like heel. I really just think they need to turn him heel and reset that and. Worry about him being faced yeah, years but, but, down the road. But he's accept. But he's accepting. Well, they're having him accept the the booze, and, that, and that's the thing. One thing that I ha- I need to pay attention to is when I wa- if I watch SmackDown, I've been watching a couple weeks. They're I, piping in cheers. I don't know if they're piping in cheers. Oh, they are. I think yeah. they are. Now they, they are. are? Okay. Yeah, they're, still. Okay. They're turning down the booze. Okay, and, I, I wasn't I wasn't sure. That was yeah. one that was one thing that I meant to pick up on. If they if they if they're leaving the booze how it is or and not adding in cheers, it I makes think for a bad it makes for a bad show when you have your face not getting over. It just makes the show feel useless almost. Yeah, I mean, why it, do you care? It is bad. It looks bad. It's kind of uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. I feel bad for Roman. I feel awful for Roman. His fault. I feel bad. I feel awful for Roman. But they don't care. They're just going to keep throwing him out there and doing what he's doing. Yeah, but I'm just glad they have him accepting the fact that. Well, they, me the too. He's like acknowledged. Him. Yeah, I like that. I, I like me to too. not shoving him, smiling and stuff like that. 
So, NXT this week, there's not a lot I really want to talk about. Three things, actually. First one being, we have two huge matches next week. Oh, yeah. Really huge. We have... Humongous speak. <laughs> Asuka and Eva Marie. Obviously, Eva Marie's not going to win. The Red Queen. But... I think it'll be an interesting match at least because Asuka gets to have her first title defense against somebody who the crowd is definitely <laughs> going to be booing <laughs> from start to finish. Look at the Roman Reigns treatment. So I think you don't have to worry. There may be some ill will from some section of the fan base because she beat Bailey. I don't think we'll have to worry about that against Eva Marie. The other one, Elias Sampson against Shinsuke Nakamura. I think this, while Elias is obviously going to lose, I think this is a good chance for him to to show something. I don't think he got to show anything really against Apollo. I didn't think that match was that good. No. But he's got a chance to show something against Nakamura, so I'm looking forward to that match. The main thing I wanted to discuss was the debut of No Way Jose. No way! <laughs> Very, they're really playing into his Dominican roots. With the dancing and the baseball swing. Almost almost in a racist way. Yeah. <laughs> See, I think it's in a, in a We're Dominican. Way. We know how to dance and play baseball. That's I love I love that. I was like, oh, that's What, the baseball throw? Yeah, that's that's creative. It's a punch to the face. Better than the Superman punch? No. <laughs> I liked it. I liked the baseball. I love the, the using dancing. You know, the spinning him out and then bringing him back in. I like the use of dancing. I think he's a fun character. Do I think he's going to end up being the face of the company? Absolutely not. The crowd took to him because the crowd was silent when he came out. But after the, a while, when he got to the ring, they started. They, 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 were, they, were, they were behind him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. they were. I mean, I'm not going to lie about that. Yeah, he's he's very he's one of the guys I met at the performance center in September. He actually stopped me. They gave us a program, which they printed up solely for that day, which was a, a nothing show. They just kind of threw it together just because we were going to be there. But he stopped me to look at the program, and he paged through the entire thing, sitting there with me, asking me about different things. He was a really cool guy. He was a nice guy, and his character was very different and a lot of fun. So especially in that, and it, it, he could suffer the same fate as Adam Rose. Yeah, but the thing was, he was perfect for that NXT. He definitely crowd. will. That, yeah, that's yeah, exactly what's going to happen. NXT is like a territory, so any any chance, anything fun, it gets over. You know, that that's 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 the thing with these guys on NXT. Yeah, but for a debut, I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah. You didn't like it as much as I did, obviously. (laughs) Bad taste in your mouth. Hard hard pass, hard pass. (laughs) Just hard pass. Yeah, so NXT I think will probably be a little bit of a better I want to see this guy dancing around with the wrestlers in the ring. (laughs) I didn't mind the baseball bat, but the pitch was like, come on. I liked it. I I was a mark for it, <laughs> at least for the first time out. We'll see. You know, two months from now, if I feel the same oh, you're, way. You're but, easy. But I thought it was fun. I thought it was different, and I was I was expecting it and anticipating it. So, I, it was fun for me. Listener questions. Do we have any more this week? Yes, we have one from Angel. Hi, honey. Angel, <laughs> thank you for the question. She wants to know if we are, if we were a wrestler, what would our name and gimmick be? So if I was a wrestler, what would my name and gimmick be? I was at one time a small-time wrestler known as Madness, and my gimmick was playing off of my very dark and turbulent late teen years. I was kind of a cross between... I was probably a more charismatic Ken Shamrock. (laughs) Now, I obviously didn't have the UFC credentials that he did, 
But I did have the credentials of every night we would drink, I would walk out at 3 o'clock in the morning and just find some random person to get in a fight with. So that was, I was kind of a brawler. I was very angry. But if I was going to do it now, based on the character I created at the Performance Center in September, I don't know, I guess I would call myself the thinking man, as I said to <laughs> Seth Rollins. And I would be, because I'm not in the best shape of my life, obviously. I'm older than I've ever been. You look beautiful. So, <laughs> you look beautiful. So perfect 20. So, <laughs> so I, I would go with a, a more cerebral character based on the less physical side of Triple H. So that would be me. I'd be the thinking man. And my gimmick would be just that I'm smarter than everybody else. And can... You're always three steps ahead. Yes, I always, like, ha- I always have a plan. You're like the Lex Luthor of wrestling. Yeah, exactly. That's a great way to put it. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. So what's your character and what's your gimmick? Well, my character, and I, I was a wrestler myself. I remember I was, this. It was, um, I, was, I was the wild one. <laughs> Very familiar. Very. I was the wild one. <laughs> so you call me the wild one or hot rods. <laughs> However you want to I do like it. That. <laughs> I'd be a very vain, a very beautiful, <laughs> and very charismatic kind of character. I could see that from you. Yeah, you think? I like. I kind of like the vanity. I didn't realize that was a part yeah. of your character. I, there's a little vanity there. I could see that. I like I, to look at I myself. Like I'm, I'm a beautiful man. We may have to get you on the show one week as, <laughs> as this character. We can play it up. All right. We'll we'll take a couple weeks to kind of look over some things. And we'll figure it we'll, out from we'll there. We'll play around with it. Yeah. How about you? Well, I've struggled with a name. You're right now. You're Halo. Time. Yeah, I'm gonna keep that name. <laughs> I like that name actually. I'm gonna keep that name. name. So my my character would be my my character would be you know I'll be kind of like how Evolution was, but I'll be like an ultimate professional. I'll, I'll come in the ring with, with I'll, I'll, well I'll arrive in a limo every week. Okay. I'll have I'll have nice suits like Ric Flair, nice watch and stuff like that. And when I'll get I'll, I'll I'll, I'll always call everybody sir and ma'am and y'all suck up to the authority or whatever. But when I'm going to interview by people like like Tom Phillips, I'll call him Ron Ron Phillips. <laughs> I'll call Byron Myron. The, the, the only one essentially I'll be nice to are the women. Okay. <laughs> and then in, 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 the, in the ring, I'll just interact with the fans and then I, and I'll, I'll just always yell at the referee. After I went, raise my hand, sir. Like, keep my hand raised, sir. <laughs> So, so I, would, I, would, I would be like kind of like an ultimate professional, but but unprofessional in the same. So time. you're an un- Alo is an unprofessional. A professional, professional. unprofessional. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like a I hip- like that. Like a hypocrite. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Which A-Lo. is a great a great heel tactic. <laughs> great, yeah, like a real phony. <laughs> I love it. I feel like we may need to to hatch out this character too. Yeah. If you're willing to do it. Oh yeah. No we doubt. may we may need to bring Alo to life. Yes. <laughs> And we'll have him on the show one He's day. He's alive! <laughs> All right, Angel, thank you for the question. That was actually thank a lot you, of fun. I appreciate question. that. What do we? Have? What else do we have? Right, I have know? one more question from Terrorizing Joe Lafferty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's even better than what you said you were going to do. <laughs> he says, I know Aaron will pop for the Triple H reference. Yes. <laughs> and he also says that, there, that we all know that there are other companies other than WWE. Who are some guys from the indies, such as Ring of Honor, TNA, PWG? Who are some guys you want to see in WWE slash NXT? Okay, I'm not going to say a lot. I have one guy in particular. You may know who I'm going to say because I talk about him all the time. Vandal? Jay Lethal. <laughs> Jay Lethal. I think Jay Lethal has been great. He was great in TNA as Randy Savage. He was great in TNA as a Ric Flair impersonator, but he's come into his own as his own guy, 
a heel who he will he will he won't directly cheat. He'll take help, and he may cheat a little bit, but he actually is the rare heel that is he's better than everybody else. He's not necessarily relying on help all the time or cheating all the time or ref bumps all the time. He just is better than everybody else, and he's proving it every match he goes out there. He's a great character. He can play all different kinds of characters. He could be funny. He could be a jerk. He could be, you know, your classic baby face. So Jay Lethal was the guy outside of WWE that I most want to see in WWE. Joe? Me? Uh, it was kind of easy. I mean, there's a couple different things I have swirled through my mind. I have time to go through it. But one guy I've been saying, I even mentioned to, to Ron, is uh, I'd like to see Bobby Roode come over. TNA, perfect heel, great worker. Um... Great in the ring ability. I'd love, I'd love to see him over. And a guy who used to be in WWE, Lucha Underground now, um, Adam Morrison. That's John Morrison. He looks, he looks, John Morrison. <laughs> Adam Morrison. He's the basketball Adam, player with the bad mustache. Yeah, that's Adam Morrison. <laughs> in a championship. Mm-hmm. Gonzaga? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lakers. <laughs> yeah, he was on the Lakers for a little bit. He was there when Kobe retired. Yep. <laughs> but um, I'd like to see him come back up, too. He, he looks really good. I was watching a couple of his matches over over my vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Your wedding vacation? You were allowed to watch TV? Huh? <laughs> yeah, I sent her away. <laughs> That's what I do to get, get man get, time. Get, get. So who do you want to see outside of WWE? Well, as always, you know I have a list. <laughs> I, I do know yeah. that. I was, a, I was a big fan of the kingdom, but I don't think they will all work if they came in separate other right. than Adam Cole. Adam Cole, he's... Adam Cole is amazing. He's a cross between Shawn Michaels and Kevin Owens-esque. All those little things that we say we like, we love about Kevin Owens. Adam Cole does that, right? Like in the the Ring of Honor Championship match, in a triple threat match against Jay Lethal and I think it was, um, was it Bobby Fish? I think it was Bobby Fish. Might have been. No, Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle. It was one. It was one of those. One guys. of the Red Dragons. It was one of the Red. I want them in WWE too. It was one of the Red Dragons. And you know when um somebody had somebody had somebody when the ref is, is dropping your hand for a three. Adam Cole, he stopped the hand on the last three, on the three, <laughs> and then there's a couple of times he, um, you know, how Kevin Owens goes back and forth yeah. on the rope, then just drops and cover your headlock. Like, yes. that's he did that. He's like headlock master. Yeah, he's like that's for you, Kevin Owens. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I love Adam Cole, and um, I said Red Dragon, and there's somebody else too, but I think his time has passed. Is Christopher Daniels? He, I loved him in TNA. But I think his time has passed to be, to be in WWE. And th- to go back to what you said about Jay Lethal, I would like to see him in WWE, but I would like him st- to only be in solely NXT because I think he, he'd be better fit there because he goes to WWE. Vince will take advantage of all his talents, just like Damian said now. Yeah. <laughs> Which would be a shame. Yeah. I mean, I think he definitely would go to NXT first. Yeah, but he's so talented. Because ta- he, he, is, he is the perfect type of worker for... An NXT show. Yeah, but he is so talented. I just think Vince will see all this stuff that he can do and just put him in a situation that he did Damian Sand now. So he'll just make him do dumb stuff and yeah. he'll turn that dumb thing yeah, into because, gold. Yeah, because he is so talented. Yeah, he can do anything in the wrestling business. I I do want to see him in WWE just because I think he deserves to be on that yeah, stage. But I, I share the same concerns that you do if he ever is there. Yeah. Was that it or do we have one more? That is it, I believe. Yep, that's it. That's it. All right. Thank you, everybody, for the question. Oh, no. Was, we Ronald do have one more. I'm sorry. The baby sorry. face, Ronald Lloyd. Okay. He says, do you think the WWE needs to create a, a women's tag team division? There's part of me. So if you were asking me this the week before or the week after WrestleMania, I probably would have said yes because I feel like there were so many 
women on the roster and so many in NXT and so many probably outside that will eventually be there. But they right now can't even figure out how to use their division right as is. They can't even have a secondary story. They can't even get two women's segments on a show right now. Mm -mm. So I don't think... I don't want to see them do it only because it'll probably just be mishandled like the women's division is right now. But if they ever can get a hold on what the women's division is and what it can be, I think it's a great idea because that's a built-in secondary story for the women's division. So I'm going to say no right now just based on how they're handling things, but I think it's a good idea for the future. Yeah, it's, I mean, hard to build on anything more than that. I would say no because they can't even handle one storyline on, <laughs> on WWE with the women's They need to work on the women's title, the women's picture, the women's division, the women's storylines first before they worry about adding another title, another tag team title where they have to worry about two people. Right. Um, yeah, it needs a lot more work first. They're, they're not even close to that yet. How about you? Um, they don't need to because, they, like I said, you, they can't book even one story right. They got the number one contender getting a jobber entrance, and they have a so-called secondary feud that haven't had interaction on TV since since for three weeks, and then they all the all the promos are on WWE.com. So it would make sense because they love to throw six, eight divas in a match just to get them on TV. So it would be, be a good idea to get for, for it to be something to put them on TV for, but they can't book one storyline right, and I don't think they can book a second one right. TNA did it for a while, but I don't, I don't think it's a thing anymore, but I think it died down a lot, died down a bit. But they can't book anything right already as it is. So should they? Yes, but... I don't think it'll make any sense, and it won't be positioned right. I think I would like to see maybe a secondary title before I'd like to see tag team titles. This way you'd have two good storylines, you know. I mean, that's just my opinion. Well, you know what? Now I think about it, they could put it on main event. It could be like- <laughs> the biggest, the biggest <laughs> advocate. You're the the advocate, the Paul Heyman. Yeah, the main event. The voice of the voiceless yes. main event. If they can't fit it on main event, they'll put it on WWE.com. Right? Exactly. <laughs> so, Ronald Lloyd, thank you for the question. We appreciate it. Thank you, Ronald. Thank you. Lord Terror Rise and Joe Lafferty. Yes. Thank you, Justice. Justice. Professor thank Charles you. Xavier Johnson. Thank you, Justice. Professor Xavier Johnson. Yeah. Charles Xavier Johnson. Charles Xavier Johnson. Thank you, Professor. And Angel, thank you as thank always you, for Angel. your question. Thank, thank you, you everybody, for thank watching, you, for listening. Remember, every Wednesday, you can listen to us on Podbean and iTunes. You can watch us on YouTube. You can watch our videos directly on our Facebook page. Do it. Just do it. So, everybody enjoy Payback on Sunday, and we will see you next week.